They are innovators, visionaries, people pushing themselves, moving us all forward. They are architects, artists, teachers, builders, designers, dreamers, and doers. They are changemakers at USGBC. Welcome to Changemakers at USGBC. I'm Rakesh Samarasekara. This show goes beyond the buildings, spotlighting ordinary individuals making an extraordinary difference. Everyone can be a changemaker, and we hope to show you how. Data is dominating. According to IBM, we create 2.5 quintillion bytes of data every day. What's a quintillion? It's one followed by 18 zeros. Yes, I had to look that up. And to put that crazy number into context, 90% of all the world's data was created in the last two years. As a company or consumer, how do we possibly make sense of all this data? And whom can we trust to make sure that we're being told the truth? This is where independent third-party certifications play a crucial role. They verify claims and educate us on what matters. Today on Changemakers at USGBC, I speak to two individuals who represent independent third-party certifications for building, construction, and products. Amanda Sturgeon is Executive Director of the International Living Future Institute, and Linda Chipperfield is Vice President of Marketing and Communications at GreenSeal. We talk about the importance of certifications, how they can bring about total market transformation, and why Amanda and Linda do what they do. They also drop little nuggets of wisdom on how to make a living and do what you love. So thank you again for joining me, Amanda. Now you are doing what you're doing. But what did you want to do or what did you want to be growing up? I uh, always love to design things and organize things and create things. And uh, I don't think growing up I really knew what that meant. It wasn't like there was one thing that seemed to be able to pull all those things I loved together. I didn't really discover what I'm doing now until later in my 20s, but I just love to create and design and, and organize and strategize about about things. That's what I love. How did you figure that out in your 20s? Uh, I traveled around the world for a few years before I went to college and just uh, got to know myself really well through those adventures and also got to see the impact that people have on the natural environment in the world was really affected by that through traveling and just realized that sort of my passion and skills could really start to make a difference and all of that came together at some point. (laughs) And how about you, Linda? Um, I knew from very young age that I wanted to be an artist and I'm still an artist but I've also, I also came to feel very passionately about the environment So um, it's been kind of a challenge to find an occupation that combined those two passions. But uh, I'm doing a lot of it now with marketing, getting to be creative in an environmental field and uh, create fine art on the side. Really? And do you sell that art or is it just for a hobby? Oh, wonderful. Is there a website you want to plug? (laughs) (laughs) It's just my name. (laughs) 
that's really great because a lot of us are multi-passionate. We have many talents and interests and there may not be that one exact job that fits it all, but that doesn't mean that we have to limit ourselves. Mm-hmm. So that's great that you're doing both. Yeah, it's it's a satisfying job that I have, so I'm grateful for that. So, Amanda, you represent the International Living Future Institute, and Linda, you represent Greenseal, and I am with the U.S. Green Building Council. So each of us represent different certification bodies. First off, why is certification important? Yeah, I think certification allows us to have common ground between many different um, buildings, approaches, locations, enables us to have a benchmark in which we can test one thing against another, and it also allows us to really know that we've achieved a goal we set out to achieve. I think it's, Im- it's important because when you're talking about something as important as human and environmental health, you want to know that the products you're buying or the services that you're paying for are as green as they say they are. And an independent third party is the way to be assured of that. How are all three of our organizations working together right now? So there's recently been an announcement that if projects achieve Living Building Challenge, Energy and Water paddles, that they can automatically get energy and water credits within LEED. So that's been a really great um, and welcomed uh, step forward for a lot of projects that might be trying to do LEED and Living Building Challenge, that there's sort of some connection and reciprocity between the two certification programs. So I think that's been a really exciting uh, new movement in the right direction. And Greensteel? Yeah, similar. Um, well, how we're working together, I mean, I'm, I'm volunteering my time to be on the board of USGBC. And also, LEED is a market driver for Green Seal certified products and services, so a building can get LEED points by, uh, by using Green Seal certified products. There are so many certifications out there, and more are coming, but how do we prevent companies and consumers from getting confused? Amanda, do you want to start? Yeah, I actually think having different certifications is a really positive thing for a market as diverse as building and construction um, and products because different manufacturers or building owners or project teams may be at different places in their understanding or things that they want to focus on or things that are meaningful to them. And I actually think having several is a really healthy thing. It's a healthy ecosystem. But, yeah, I think the more that certification programs can work together to be clear about what their similarities and differences are, how they complement each other, how they support each other, and the more messaging we can do together around that, then the better for the market. Yeah, I agree that clarity and transparency are really important because it's easy to call yourself a certification, but unless you can really show what a product or service did to earn that certification, it can be very confusing. As a consumer or a purchaser, you need to be able to find out what the certification is based on, what what's in the standard, who wrote the standard, and what the product or service did to earn that certification. So transparency and then just a certain amount of of education and and buyer beware because mm. because green labels are a really strong marketing 
tool right now, and you just have to be educated in what you're looking for. Absolutely. So all our work is really to create healthier, more sustainable environment. And at times there's friendly competition, even between the three organizations that we work for. But And we kind of touched on this already, but why is it important for all of us um, from these different certifications to work together? Well, I think it's crucial to work together so that the marketplace isn't uh, one confused about which sort of approach to take. I think working together can allow many projects or consumers to use multiple or refer to multiple certifications depending on where they're at. And I think also different programs and certifications can drive uh, interest and excitement about the other. I don't think they work in isolation to each other, so I feel like we have to work together to to help people find those crossovers and connection points. One plus one is three. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that a little competition is good. It, it keeps us honest. It makes for a better product for the end user and everyone benefits when the green products get better green products and services and you have more to choose from. So. Absolutely, because really I feel like the ultimate goal is total market transformation and for us to do that it's going to take all of us working together to bring about massive change. Alright, so Linda, of all the things you've done what are you proudest of in life? Well, I'm my kids. But in the context in the, that we're speaking here, I'm proud of the fact that we inspire permanent change. Because when, you, when you're working with a, a product manufacturer and you get them to change the way their product is made, to change their formula for the better they're not going to go back to the old way of doing things ever. And so you've made permanent change. And the more green products that are available, the better for people and the environment in the future. Amanda, what are you most proud of? Uh, Well, also my kids, of course. But in this context, I think from a work perspective, probably proudest of the five years I've been with the Institute and seeing the number of living buildings that we have and the number of sort of ripple effects that that's had throughout communities to really have a sense of connection back to nature and and to really see their human spirit thrive and to make a positive difference in everyone's everyday lives. That's fantastic. So what's the lesson that's taken you the longest to learn? That humans are fallible. That we're not a perfect species. That's pretty much the most important lesson. I'm still trying to convince myself of that. (laughs) I think personally it took me a long time to learn how to delegate. And... um, and I'm real master at it now, actually. So it's been it's been a really great journey. And it's freeing. Yeah, it is very freeing. It's very freeing to delegate <laughs> and to pass the sort of torch and knowledge to other people. And trust that they will do it. Yeah. yeah. And then see them do it and see them maybe flounder a little bit and learn, but then ultimately really thrive. Right. Um, that's, that's what I love about, about my work. What's the best advice you've ever received? Stay in school. 
first day in school? I think professionally there was one bit of advice that was a real turning point for me. It came about 10 years ago from Tony Gale, who now works with Starbucks, but he was the city architect at the city of Seattle. And he said, you know, sometimes you'll come across people who, you know, it seems like they're just really got it in for you or they're, you know, they're just kind of grumpy. And he's like, just remember it's really about you. And uh, it's usually just there's something going on at home or they're having a bad day or, you know, their parents sick or whatever it might be that, you know, it's not about you. And, um, and that really, I don't know, for some reason that point really resonated with me and has been a real life changer because it's not just in my work life but in, in every part of my life where actually it's not really about me. <laughs> <laughs> None of this is about me. <laughs> That's a fantastic point, because I think it's so important that we take ego out of the conversation. And it's so difficult at the same time, because we have our own personalities, we have things we want to get done, sometimes in a certain way. But I think when you are able to realize that, you know what, I have absolutely no idea what that person is going through right now. They're projecting a lot of stuff at me but I have total control over how I'm going to react to that. And that's really powerful. Okay, so we live in a world that defines us by what we do. You know, that's the first question you're asked. Um, What do you do? But in reality, I think it's so important that we are concerned about the why. So, Amanda, why do you do what you do? I mean, I love the natural environment. I love being outdoors. My, my favorite thing is to be outside. I don't really like being in buildings. It's kind of ironic that I became an architect. <laughs> but I really became an architect with a mission to connect people to the outside and to use our structures that we create to be part of nature and connect us to nature as if we were part of it versus separate from it. So I do what I do because I feel like we need to integrate the human species back with nature, and that really drives me every day to work out different ways that, that I can do that. I think that's the future, ultimately the future of our planet. We can have you know, different technology, and we can reduce energy efficiency, and we can do all the things we need to do that are great, but if we ultimately don't you know, get people to really integrate themselves back with nature and see themselves as part of a natural system... I'm not sure we'll really get to a further end goal. So my mission is to do that in everything that I do. So that's really great. I remember, you know, growing up in Sri Lanka, I remember going to this hotel called Kandalama. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. Probably not. <laughs> but um, I was just stunned because it just blended in so seamlessly with the environment. It was literally built on a rock. And you would walk through the hallways and there would be like boulder just coming at you. And it's so, it was a full circle moment when I came to USGBC because I realized that that was the first LEED certified hotel in the world. Yeah. But just that it is that architect, Jeffrey Baba, had such an intention of making sure that he brought the outside in. And so you're inspired automatically because I think we're so inspired by nature, which is a connection to the divine. So, Linda, same question. Why do you do what you do? Well, uh, as I said, I've always had a passion for the environment. And I think what you said and and what you were just talking about, the uh, seamless blending of things, you know, we're all part of the same stuff. So I, I think that you can't take care of just one part of it without being mindful of how your actions affect other parts of this biosystem or whatever it is that we're all part of. I'm also really 
feel an attachment with the future, and I fantasize about coming back two or three hundred years from now and seeing the effect of either the positives or the negatives of, of what we've done. And you know, I want to I want to know that that what I'm doing has can have a positive effect on protecting the the earth and its inhabitants. And I don't want to come back and find it knee deep in plastic and and bad chemicals, you know. Right. Okay. So finish these sentences for me. I believe. I believe we can save the world. I believe we can make the world a better place. Sustainability is an absolute necessity. I think sustainability is a starting point for us. What we really need is regeneration, restoration, and a whole different future that we can't yet envision yet, where we're not just sustaining ourselves, but we're really thriving. The future is? The future is a uh, society that is ecologically restorative, socially just, and culturally rich. Equity, that's, that, that was the, the idea is um, in the future, sustainability and green buildings and green lifestyles will be available to everybody. Thank you both so much. This was a wonderful conversation. And again, I really appreciate your time. Thank you. you. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed this episode of Changemakers at USGBC. We created this show to go beyond the buildings and spotlight ordinary individuals making an extraordinary difference. Now, we want to hear from you. What was your favorite part of today's episode? We'd love to know what you think. Thanks for listening.